So Dramatic would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to So Dramatic. I have a very special bonus exclusive episode for you all today. Coming on the show today, I have a very special guest, dentist to the stars, Dr. Aidan Doherty from About Smiles Dental Cosmetics in Sydney. Now, not only is he the dentist to the stars, but I can confirm that he is the best in the business because he's also my personal dentist and he's responsible for my amazing new smile after having my Invisalign done with him. He's coming on the show today to chat about all things Invisalign and veneers. He's going to answer all of my questions about cosmetic dental work, the Invisalign process, what's involved and how does it work, what are the benefits of Invisalign, the ideal age to get it done, how long does it last for and how much does it cost. Dr. Aiden's also going to chat about the difference between Invisalign and other teeth straightening options like orthodontics, braces and veneers. He's going to bust some dental myths, give us some tips and tricks and do's and don'ts and I'm going to ask him why so many reality stars have veneers done and why it looks so obvious plus lots more so much drama so little time let's get into the show do not fight amongst yourselves please come to me so we confirm or deny at least you're honest with me so exclusive so I've got Dr. Aiden Doherty from About Smiles Dental Cosmetics in Sydney on the phone. Hey, Aiden, how are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. And how are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to speak to you about all things Invisalign today. Awesome, awesome. It's something which we do a lot of, so uh, sh- shoot away, go for it. So I'm at the moment going through my own Invisalign journey with you. I'm still, how long do I have to go? I think I've got a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're you're left. pretty close to the end. Yeah, you're, you're probably with Within about a month, yeah, exactly. Amazing. I've been wearing my retainers like at least 20 hours a day. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) You've not been going out too much and taking them out? No, I did go through a couple of months where I was a bit slack, but now I'm like close to the finish line. I'm like, let's just knock the rest of this out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it it happens. And that's one of the good things about Invisalign, I suppose, over braces is that if you've got a big event or you've got something on, uh, you can always take them out and you can try and make up for the time a bit later. Well, you know what happened? I think as I started seeing the results of how good my teeth, because my teeth are at the moment looking amazing compared to what they were. And so I think I got a bit complacent because I was like, oh, they're already looking really good. Like maybe I'll just like not wear it as much. That's right. It's often like towards that three quarter mark where you start seeing results. Yeah. They're like, wow, my teeth look amazing. Like uh, I'm ready, I'm ready <laughs> to get these off. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I, I become, as my OCD comes out and I'm like, no, 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 I need to get this perfect for you. So it ends up being me that drags the last few couple of months or a couple of weeks just to get it perfect really. So can you explain to everyone what I'm having done? Is it just a general Invisalign? Like are all Invisaligns the same? 
is it the same kind of process that everyone goes through? Yeah, I, I suppose the length of time can differ, but the process is exactly the same. So you initially come in for a consultation where we take some photographs and scans and things like that. And I get to know your teeth and your bite and, and, and what's going on. A lot of my patients will have had either fall into two groups. One will be those who've had braces and they didn't wear their retainers or they've noticed some you know, movement of their teeth. Or the other group will be those who just never had any braces in the past and they just really want to get that nice straight smile. So essentially we we make a set or sets of these little clear plastic retainers, which you've been wearing, and you change them at home every couple of weeks. So I would give you, say, four sets, and then we'd see you every two months. And when we see you, we, we're checking to make sure everything's going according to the plan because we make a plan of your actual teeth, and I can see week by week how your teeth are changing, and I cross-check that. I was really shocked that we throw them out every two weeks. I was like, really? Because I've had <laughs> like the teeth whitening retainers before, and they cost me like hundreds of dollars to get them made. And I was like, wait, we just throw these out. You just bend them. Yeah, you don't. After a couple of weeks, they get a bit, you know, they're, they're getting towards the end of, of how long you want to keep them. So you just bend them and you get a fresh set. Yeah. So crazy. And then even the before and after, like on the computer where you have the images of like before and like how you've tweaked it, you can actually like push the lever across and see like where you started and where you are now. I find that absolutely mind blowing because I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize how bad my teeth were before. Well, me too. I, I find like that's not always been the case and, and it's something, it's a lot of technology, you know. So in past days, you know, about 10 years ago or so when I was doing orthodontics, we didn't have any of that. We used to put braces on, we used to put the wire in and I'd say, okay, I'll tighten this wire and I'll see you in two months and we'll see what it looks like. But now we can actually pre-plan where your teeth will be pretty close to where they will be for, for most people. And we can keep an eye on it almost like virtually. So I only need to see you every two, three months. And I already know where your teeth are going to be at that point. With the technology, right? Is this basically like a layman's term of how, what it is? It's like you do the scans of where your teeth are at now, and then you do like a modeling of like a perfect smile. And then do you just map out in between how to get there? That's it. You got it. You, you should work That's for them. <laughs> That's crazy <laughs> exactly. though. Yeah. So I, I have where your teeth are. I have all your parameters. And then I put in things like I know, hey, so-and-so may have a gum thing going on here or, you know, they may have a crown on their tooth or certain things we don't want to move or, you know, things that we're going to be careful of. And then I map every single stage out and I base that on your average tooth movement for the, the average population. So that basically takes you along that journey from start to finish on that little sliding diagram that you were talking about. And then when you get the aligners, they are like really tight when you put them on and then you can feel them starting to like loosen up because your your mouth's adjusting. It's really, it's crazy. That's exactly right. Yeah. So say out of that 14 days that you're wearing that set of retainers, the first two to three days will be fairly tight. It's not like braces where, you know, when, when I did braces in the past, we'd have to tighten that wire a lot. But with Invisalign, because we, we change them so often, it's not as tight. But those first two to three days are where all the movement happens. And then you've got, say, nine to 10 days where everything is just left to settle. So the teeth move, then they settle, then they move, then they settle with each single aligner. Yeah, the first day is a little bit tight, but it's not uncomfortable. Like yeah. it's, it just feels tight and then it just gradually gets better and better. Mm. What are the benefits of Invisalign compared to like, I know you said before that 
braces? Like, is that just not a thing anymore? Is Invisalign completely replacing braces or like, what are the different difference between the two and like, what would the ideal candidate be for like, say braces or Invisalign? Yeah, really good question. I'd say braces are still a big part of orthodontic treatment today, but a, a big portion of that market has been taken by an Invisalign or other clear aligner brands because you can take them out, you can clean your teeth properly, you don't have to use special, you know, things to get in between under the brackets, under the wires. Your decay risk is less because you can clean better. So, you know, socially it's a big thing these days. Over the past few decades, you know, the appearance that we have and and looking at each other, social media, everything is is making us a bit more self-conscious. So we're able to kind of get our way through maybe 6, 12, 18 months of, of straightening our teeth without people really noticing. So I'd say it's Invisalign and Clear Aligners has taken a lot of the orthodontic treatment away from braces, but braces still for kids, for example, who aren't going to wear them or patients who tell me, hey, listen, I want to get my teeth straightened, but I'm I'm just useless with, you know, sticking to a routine. And for, for those patients, they'll often just say, hey, can I just get braces? And, and we'd say, yeah, we'll, we'll get you to, to see someone. We'll get some braces put on for you. So people are still opting for braces. I'd say maybe one out of 10 would ask. Braces have such a bad rep. Like growing up, kids get bullied. You just, it's kind of like the thing that you don't want to do. Exactly. You don't want those train tracks. But <laughs> hey, I'd say for, for, not that I say that to a patient, but for some patients, maybe they've got a jaw issue or their, you know, their teeth are really misaligned or they've got some major dental issues, then braces sometimes, or even a short course of braces before aligners can be the best treatment. Oh, so you could do both. Yeah, exactly. It can be a bit of mix and match, but often it's just one or the other. And is everyone a candidate for Invisalign? No, not everyone will be a candidate, but a large portion of people that are going to get orthodontics will be a candidate. So it's not everyone, but but I'd say it will be most or a really large portion of them. And what's the ideal candidate, like someone who isn't happy with the like the alignment of their teeth or how straight exactly. they are or their jaw or whatever, like an overbite, underbite, et cetera? Yeah, things like general misalignment, maybe a bit of an overbite. I'd say an underbite where the lower jaw comes too far forward and kind of around the front. Those are the sorts of patients that braces and surgeries and things are needed for. Or patients who have had braces in the past and have had uh, a bit of what we call relapse or movement later, they're great candidates usually for Invisalign or, or clear aligners as well. Oh, so people might have had braces and then they go on to get Invisalign to fix, like say the braces didn't work for them or... Yeah. So what, they get the braces off and then things start to move back. A huge portion of my patients, I'd say at least 50% or more of my Invisalign patients, are people who have had braces in the past and they got really straight teeth, um, say when they're 14, 15, 16, and then they just never wore retainers. And then when they're in their 20s, that's when you actually have more growth spurts. So people used to think, like we all used to think that once you're 18 to 20, you're done with growth and you'll never have a growth spurt again. But actually every year, your jaws and your teeth move a little bit and they move down and forward. So as they move down and forward, that's why when you look at people in a photo when they're you know, a grandma and then you look at them when they're young, do you know their chin and their nose become quite pointy? So yeah. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but basically as you age, your chin, your nose, they grow down and forward a little bit. It gives that kind of witch's look and your teeth move forward as well and they become crooked. So we know these days that everyone who has orthodontic treatment, regardless if it's braces or not, 
or those who haven't had orthodontic treatment will always have movement after. So retainers are always good for anyone over, say, the age of 18, even if you haven't had braces, because it'll stop your teeth moving in the future. Well, that's what I noticed. And that's why I've been doing Invisalign because I used to have really straight teeth when I was growing up. I never needed braces. I never needed like any orthodontic work done at all. And then suddenly I just started noticing like my teeth were really unstraight and they were becoming like really crowded and I had a overbite. So the top was over the bottom. Yep. And I was like, this didn't used to be like this. And then when you explained to me like the aging thing, I was like, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah, it, it's crazy because you, you just never think about that. It's the same as me. When I was in dental school, when I was, I think, around 20, I just started noticing my teeth were, were shifting. And I'd always had pretty good teeth. I never even needed braces or anything. And then I, I went to my dentist and they're like, yeah, your, your lower teeth are starting to shift. And so we put a wire on them and they've never moved since, basically. So those are the types of retainers that you can get for the lower teeth. We often put a little tiny wire behind the lower six teeth. And that stops the lower teeth moving. And then for the top, we use like a nighttime removable one. And this is after the Invisalign, like after you've done your complete treatment. Exactly. Exactly. Just to keep it in place. Well, that's good because then you know it's not going to move. Because imagine doing all of that like and then having to do it again, which a lot of people with braces would have had to do. I would have been devoured. I know. I know. Like my wife has had two rounds of braces when she was young and then I've done Invisalign for her as well so that's third third time lucky and so I got her some really good retainers after so for you know 10 years or so now her teeth haven't moved so that's the important thing god like you really only need to go through this once you don't want to do it yeah times oh god there'd be nothing worse hey what are there any like cons to Invisalign uh I suppose for those who aren't really committed it's not a lot of patients, but there, there will be some, you know, patients who will take them out for maybe three, four, five plus hours a day or patients who they end up maybe making their own schedule like they just sleep with them, for example. You don't end up getting enough out of the aligners, so your teeth just don't move where they need to move. They move really slowly or they just don't move at all. So patients who don't have, you know, the compliance to stick to it, aren't a good group for Invisalign, for example, or those who've got really tricky cases or really complex cases, that's when, you know, the orthodontists will need to use the braces and things for them. Right. So it's more like for a tweak or a kind of like, would you call it a tweak? I'd say not. Yeah, you can you still can, do major. You can still do some, mod, yeah, mild to moderate cases, definitely. Yeah. Often people say, no, I think my teeth are, are too far gone sort of to, to do Invisalign. I'll need braces. And we surprise them, you know, we fix some bite issues or we fix some major crowding. And at the end of the day, they forget how, you know, what their teeth looked like before, you know, and they say, oh my God, look how bad they were. But, you know, I'd say each case, case by case is is how we judge it. It's really good as well, because for mine, for example, they weren't bad enough to get braces, like to put myself through that and, you know, the look of having them and stuff. So it was really good that there is the option of Invisalign if your teeth aren't really bad, but you do want to like have them perfect. I agree 100%. Yeah. It's just an alternative for you so that, you know, because for you, you're in it like a speaking role, you're face to face with people. Having braces just probably wouldn't suit that lifestyle as well. So having something which is clear and which you can, you know, often people ask, does it affect my speech? 
you're you're like proof of it right now. Like the speech is normal. You'll adapt within a couple of days of wearing them. So it's it's a good alternative for people. Mm. Yeah, because it seems extreme to just get braces when you, you don't have like a major problem. Like mine was just literally a tweak and a straighten and like what did you call it? A opening up of the jaw, like a widening. Is that what it is? Sorry, I'm using the yeah. wrong term. No, 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 no. You, yeah. Like giving you, them more space. Close. Giving yeah, them more space. So- so with your teeth, what had happened in particular is, if you don't mind me saying, no, no, is your not. lower teeth had just started to cross over a little bit, like they'd started becoming a little crooked, which is what happened to me as well. It happens to everyone. But the upper ones started to get a bit narrow. So you'll notice like behind the front six teeth, you've got a, a few teeth on either side of that towards the back. I just call them the side teeth, but they'll get quite narrow and they'll kind of go inwards to the roof of the mouth. For you and for for everyone else, we want to broaden that out and it gives a nice broad smile. And by doing that, we actually get space to fix up any crookedness of the front teeth as well. So it gives you that nice broad smile. So when you smile, you don't have like dark areas down either side of the teeth and a broader smile is a beautiful, like a more beautiful smile really. Mm, Yeah, I've noticed such a difference honestly already. And I didn't know, like I didn't know. I thought, okay, I'll just get them straightened. But like the widening of it has made the biggest difference, I think. Yeah, definitely. That, that's often overlooked and it's like one of those benefits later that you'll notice, like you said. So good. Now, can you explain like how long the process of this is? Is it case by case or what's the, the usual standard? Yeah, good question. I'd say for most people, it's going to be anywhere from maybe nine months to 18 months. I'd say uh, like the large proportion of my patients will, will sit at about a year. 12 months. Some will finish 11 months, 10 months. Some will finish 12, 13 months, something like that. But just around that one year mark. So, and it's especially like, you know, when, you know, at school, everyone's got braces and they're in braces for like three, four years, some poor kids, and then other kids are in it for like maybe two years. It's a bit different. So with the the cases that we do, it, most of them are, as you said, those mild or moderate cases or tweaking like old relapsed cases. So they're not long, extensive journeys. It's you're kind of in and out within about a year. And it lasts forever. Like you said before, you get the wire, you have the night retainers and that's for life. You don't have to come back and like get another treatment in like say 10 years or so? No, no. That's the aim of the game is to keep them so straight. Good. So yeah, so that wire for the behind the lower front teeth, you know, my wire I've had on for at least 15 years, you know, You'll generally have it for a decade or so, and you might just get a new one put on. Those plates, like the nighttime plates, every couple of years, just get a new one just to keep it fresh. Yeah. Because it's in your mouth every night for yeah. you know, six, eight hours every night. And you just need to clean it in, in the mornings to keep it clean. But that's it. It's pretty low maintenance. That is crazy that it lasts like forever. Yeah. Because I notice as well, like a lot of older people, like their teeth, it just, it's always going to happen to everyone. And it's like, if you can kind of stop that happening, you're going to save yourself time, money, and like pain. Yeah, that's super true. And that's one of the groups of patients I actually see we was talking before about most of my patients would be maybe from their 20s to their 40s. But I also see um, a group who are in their 60s, even the 70s, parents of the kids who had the kids or the, the hmm. patients that I've seen, you know what I mean? So that's their kids really. They'll come in and, you know, they'll say, hey, you've, you've treated my son or you treated my daughter. I want to actually do my teeth as well. So we do Invisalign or we do whatever it might be for them as well. So it's never too late. The oldest patient I've done Invisalign on was 82. Oh so, you know, she was the grandmother of one of the patients that I had and she just wanted to treat herself and, you know, 
get some nice teeth, get a nice smile. Well, they probably don't know about it. Like a lot of people wouldn't be aware about like that it's an option for them because you kind of think school, you get braces done, you fix your teeth if you need to. And then once you leave school, like that's it. But I've noticed as well, like since I've had the Invisalign, I've been noticing other people's teeth, like especially my parents and their friends. Like I'm like, wow, most people's teeth are overcrowded and have moved. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and it's not until you have the, tr- like what I often get people saying is they come in and they say, oh, my friends or my family have told me my teeth aren't that bad. That's the phrase. Yeah. And then it's you that goes, no, actually I want to, I want to improve it. And as your smile is improving, you're starting to notice everyone else's more and more. Yes. It's a weird thing. Like you're thinking about, okay, I want this perfect. want this looking like this. I'm going to whiten them up a bit now. You know, I might want to add to these edges and make them look really nice. And then you're starting to notice everyone else's teeth as you're like in the journey and in the process. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm so lucky. I didn't need braces. I've got a really good smile. But then like, you know, if you look at a photo from like 10 years comparing, I'm like, oh, wow, they are pretty bad. And then I got really self-conscious about it because I was like doing a lot of video work and I would notice like my teeth weren't looking the best or whatever it was. And then I started to get really self-conscious and like I would never smile in photos. Like none of my photos have smiling in them because I think I was just like subconsciously like paranoid about it. It's so true. I myself, I last Christmas, not last Christmas, like a year ago, I chipped my front tooth and I couldn't like the first dental injury I've ever had like thing. And um, I couldn't get it fixed because I was so busy. And for the three weeks where I couldn't get it fixed, I was so paranoid to smile because I didn't want people to see my teeth and I wasn't confident in showing my own teeth. It's the worst feeling. And it's something which gets worse, like kind of like wears you down a little bit, kind of gets worse and worse until you just sort it out and get it done. And then afterwards you're like, oh my God, I can't even believe I put up with it for that long. So a lot of my patients will say that they're like, oh my gosh, like why did I wait till I'm 30? I should have just got this fixed up before. And you don't realize like how prominent, like your mouth is the first thing that people will use. Smile is the first thing that people Mm -hmm. notice about you. So Speaking of age, what is the best age to get Invisalign? Like, would you say teenagers or wait till their teeth are fully developed? Like, what is the ideal age? Like, most of the patients that I see will be from 20 to, yeah, probably around 40, 45, whatever it might be. But I also see those patients' children. So they may be, for for Invisalign, they may be in their teens. So, you know, they might be 16, 17, going into year 11, year 12. And they want to straighten their smile out or their parents, as said, and they could be older, 60s, 70s, and they've just never really done anything with their smile. So it's it's super variable. It can be really any age. I'd say for younger kids who are like under 10 years old or under 13, maybe for them, it's better to have braces because compliance can be an issue. I do hear about that a lot with people who treat really young kids with Invisalign. It's like, imagine you're six, seven, eight. 10 years old and and you had to wear plates every day. Like remembering to put them in and out. Yeah. Would you really do it? No. Yeah, you'd probably forget. Yeah. (laughs) Even teenagers, I'm like, would they remember? Yeah, seriously. And then they go to school and you don't even know what they're doing at school if they're going to wear it. So that's the thing. Like for them, maybe getting braces is a better option when they're that young. But for everyone else, if it's an appropriate case, then Invisalign is a good option. Well, that's great that everyone can do it. Yeah, definitely. What about cost? Is that varied per person or is there just one standard cost? Ballpark cost for most. I would say if they're getting 
the upper and lower teeth done, it's probably around seven to 8,000, and then you get some retainers at the end. If you're lucky enough where you can just do the lower teeth, which isn't a lot of people because you need to make sure the lower and the upper fit together really well like a box, like kind of with the lid going over the box, that would be probably around four to five for the lowers and then retainers. But, yeah, that gives you a bit of a ballpark. That's pretty reasonable because how, mm. how much would braces be? Well, you know, braces can be variable, but, you know, when you're a kid, you you, you know, a lot of parents say they'll, they'll probably spend – 10,000, 12,000 wow. braces for their kids and things like that. Because yeah. I was thinking Invisalign would be way more than braces, but it's not even that much difference. Yeah, I suppose we do so much cosmetic treatment that we can do it at a, a price point which, you know, suits most most patients. So everyone's going to be a bit different in terms of what they what they charge, but, but that's where we sit at. So reasonable because it's like it's something that people could, if they couldn't afford it, like it's something that they could work up to or – save up for it's not like it's like fifty thousand dollars you know like it's going to be reasonable for most people yeah and and i'd say most will do well we've got like payment plan systems so most people use a payment plan so they either pay nothing up front or they pay a portion up front and then they just get off so you can pay weekly yeah you can pay weekly uh you can pay fortnightly you pay it off over one year two years four years yeah so that makes it more accessible again yeah and if someone couldn't afford it then they have access and it's you know, if it because a lot of people as well, it's like a life changing thing for them, especially if their smiles are really bad, and it's like it's it's upsetting if they weren't able to have the same access. So that's a really good option. Definitely, because otherwise, as you said before, it goes the years then go past where you get kind of more more self conscious of it every year as it goes past, and it gets worse, and then you're gonna have to do more mm. to fix it. So you may as well exactly. just bite the bullet. What is the biggest shock, do you think, when a patient has Invisalign? Like what do they say to you that's changed the most or that they've seen the most benefit out of? Is it just the confidence? Like because for me that's what it is. Yeah, the confidence to, yeah, they love it when people or their friends, their family start telling them, hey, like, wow, your teeth look amazing. That confidence boost is, is pretty hard to describe. But also coming back to just basics, that they can clean better because, hey, I can actually put floss between my teeth now because before they were so tight together, I couldn't even floss. Actually, I've noticed that. I've been yeah. flossing, yeah, and I didn't yeah. floss before. And the gums get so healthy because of it because you can actually get floss down there. So, you know, besides the aesthetics, it has that really foundational importance as well for, for just general health of the teeth and the gums. That's a good point. So it's not just an aesthetic thing. It's actually a, a dental health thing. And like I said before, like it prevents them from getting worse. So you could end up with really major dental problems if you don't fix something at, like in the present time. Is that right? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Because think about it, like when the teeth are moving, a lot of them move forward. So your lower teeth, as they move forward, one or two of these teeth essentially get pushed out. So when I see some older patients who have had this happening for a long time, when they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s, they've often got one or two teeth down on the lower front that are actually becoming wobbly and that the gum is receded right down because they're being pushed out of the jaw essentially so by keeping them in and keeping them straight that stops all of that sort of happening and also if you can't floss in between your teeth or clean in there you can get holes between them as well so it 
prevents that too. So it's not just for aesthetic. It's not just the vanity aspect of it. It's yeah. actually a health concern, guys. I know, right? I know, right? And that's what people say when they come back in. They're like, well, like everyone, it, you know, you go into it with a bit of vanity, like, and you also want to have that self-confidence boost as well. But then you get all those added extra kind of benefits and everything that you see along the way. Mm. What's that saying? A stitch in time saves nine? Saves nine. That's right. Good way oh to look God. at it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is there anything people should know about before doing Invisalign that we haven't mentioned? Yeah, just make sure you research, you know, someone who does a lot of Invisalign and before you jump into it, make sure that they're taking care of any decay, any cleaning. Because I often hear people who start it and they haven't done cleaning and stuff like that. It's really important to get the gums as healthy as possible, get the teeth as healthy as possible before you you start the Invisalign itself. Okay, good to know. Now, I want to ask you about something non-Invisalign related, but kind of in the same ballpark. Have you noticed, well, we've noticed, but I don't know if you have, if you don't watch reality TV, a lot of reality stars are getting veneers. It's like, as soon as they get off the show, they have to go and get veneers. It's the thing to do. Yeah. Do you know why? Can you explain why they're doing this? (laughs) I suppose it's like any of us, like over the last couple of years, people are on Zoom so much and people are on camera so much, you know, FaceTime, whatever it might be, you see yourself so much. And these are like reality TV people, I suppose, are so much face face to camera. Is that what you say? Like they're on camera all the time. So they're often like what you were saying before, you start they probably start noticing their teeth. And I've done, you know, a lot of these, you know, reality stars, if you want to call it, or reality TV people, their their teeth when they've come out of the shows. And um yeah, yeah. So you you know, you'll see it kind of like They'll post it on social media and stuff like that where they've they've popped in and they've had some whining done or they've had some veneers done or they've had, you know, they started Invisalign just like you. But essentially what they want to do is they want to, you know, make sure that they get a really nice smile so they're confident and they can maximize their return after these shows as well. So they can do the promoting for things, you know, whatever it might be. It might be a certain product. What, you think they'll get more work because their teeth look good? Definitely. Hey, like it's like anything. Appearance is pretty important. So that's probably like the kind of push for them to, to do something about it as well. They're noticing their teeth when they're doing their Instagram lives or they're asking any things, they're noticing it more. <laughs> hey, that's like one of the big things that they say. They say, hey, I'm doing lives or I'm doing something <laughs> with my phone. I'm, t- I'm doing stories and I'm seeing my teeth. And a lot of them will do stories and they'll try not to show their teeth while they're talking as well. I guess you hold the camera a little bit higher. So you would see, especially on the bottom row of that's teeth, exact- you'd see the that's crowding. Right. And that's exactly what they say. They're like, I never noticed it till I was t- doing the story. And then I was, you know, I'm ho- literally, they're saying I'm holding the camera higher. I'm seeing these lower teeth. So I'm trying to cover them. And, you know, it's that self-confidence thing, just like any of us. The iPhone cameras are um, really boosting the dental industry. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so you're not against veneers. You do veneers as well. Our clinic does a lot of veneers, yeah. Okay. So we probably do some, yeah some of the most veneers in around Australia. So there's nothing wrong with veneers. Like what's, and what's the difference between say veneers and Invisalign? Can you do both? Yeah. So you can do both, but I'd say we would take a step back and say, Hey, what's the main issues here? Is it that you don't like your teeth or you don't like the alignment of them? If the person likes their teeth, like the shapes, the sizes, but they don't like where the position is, then Invisalign and maybe a bit of whitening is the best treatment because 
less is best, uh, less maintenance really. It's less costly, everything like that. But if the if the person's saying, hey, I actually just don't like my teeth, they might have had chips, they might have breaks, they might have really dark teeth that just have never responded to whitening, they might have some misalignment as well, then all, um, options like porcelain veneers can, you know, kind of, what's the saying kill two birds with one stone like you can do the shape the size the color the alignment everything yeah okay so if you've only got like one issue where you're like i don't like the color and whitening works like just get the whitening done exactly. or if you're like i don't like the alignment you just get invisalign that's right so yeah. veneers are like that's literally what i explained to them right you should come in and do my consultations for me <laughs> <laughs> and like breaking it down very simple terms. It's the best. It's like it's like the treatment kind of like sequence. You start with whitening or you do whitening in Invisalign or you do maybe some bonding, which I don't know if we've spoken about before, or then you do porcelain veneers. Have we spoken about bonding and veneers like much in detail? Is that when you get like, because one of my friends was saying that she got caps on her teeth after Invisalign and I was like, hold on, why are you doing Invisalign if you're just going to get caps? And she's like, no, it's different, and you have to do Invisalign first. Is that right? So what she would have got, and this is the thing, there's so much jargon or like lingo that what one person says, meaning like caps, caps can mean like porcelain, can mean white filling material, can mean there's so many different meanings. But what she probably had done was she straightened her teeth out. Then they saw that there was some unevenness, some chips, like they just didn't look great afterwards in terms of like the shapes of the teeth. And what you can get done is you have white filling material. Like if you had a hole, you'd put a white filling. But white filling can be actually repurposed onto the edges of teeth and it can be set pretty hard so that it changes the shapes of the teeth. So that's called composite bonding. So composite bonding is basically adding filling material to the edges of your teeth so that the shapes are changed. It's not the appearance of veneers, where veneers are pretty perfect. Veneers can look very natural or they can look unnatural. But bonding is like an in-between. It's like a three to five-year change. You'll need to replace it at about three to five years because it can chip or it can stain, whereas your porcelain veneers are going to last you that 15, 20, 25 years sort of mark. But with the veneers, do you like shave the teeth down before you put them on and then you put the veneers on and then you've got to change them every 10 years and once you've had them, you can't ever go back to not having them? You've been watching too much TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of myths. Yeah, seriously. No, that's exactly what I get asked, like every consultation basically. It's like, will my teeth be shaved down? So they're little kind of like yeah. stumps or like little pointy things. And and it's definitely no, that those videos you'll see online are actually a different treatment. So when we're preparing teeth for porcelain veneers, we don't want the veneers, like veneers are basically like an acrylic nail. We don't want it to be too thick and look fake and look bulky. So we need to make sure that when it's added to the surface of the tooth, that it doesn't hang off. So often about 0.3 to 0.5 of a millimeter is taken off the front surface. When you're thinking of how thick that is, it's about the thickness of three pieces of paper. So it's pretty thin. Like for us to do that, we have to use really love to use a microscope to actually do that procedure because it's actually really, really thin. So that gives us the space to make a veneer that then gets glued on. But, yeah, you're right. After that, you know, it could be 10, but I would like to say it would be 15 or 20 years. After that, you know, two decades, they come off, they can be replaced. But why would you get them off? Well, it might they might come off if you want to change the colour 
or if you you know you weren't great with cleaning and you had some gum issues or something like that but otherwise veneers i've i've got patients who have had veneers for 30 or 40 years and they still look the same and since the day they were done, you know what I mean? Because they don't stain and, and they don't have those major issues. I think I've just seen a lot of horror stories or heard people that have had really bad veneers where they've like mm. had to get them taken off and then they've got nothing there. And that, do you know what that is? Those are, those are called crowns. Oh, okay. So do you know in the videos on, on Instagram or TikTok where you see like, here is my veneer journey and they go and they go to the clinic and then they take a, a video when they're in the chair and their teeth look like a horror story where it's like little pegs of teeth yes those aren't veneers those are actually crowns right and the crown's just a fake tooth a crown is like an entire fake tooth that goes over the whole tooth whereas a veneer is literally like a contact lens thin acrylic nail thin just on the front surface over every tooth though over the front surface, usually the front eight to ten teeth on the top. But those ones that you're seeing and that I see often, that kills my life when I see it. It's like, here's my veneer journey. And I'm like, they're not veneers. You're getting crowns. Like they're drilling the teeth down. I think they have got a bad rap as well because a lot of people get them done like they, they look very big or they've gone somewhere where it really cheap or cheap and nasty yeah, veneers. Those really white, like really white toilet, toilet yes. bowl white, thick. They look like pieces of extra chewing gum stuck on your yes. teeth, basically. Yeah, that's not the look. The, the look that I like is I want their family and friends to ask them, hey, have, like you've got beautiful teeth. Like have you had something done or have you had whitening done or, or what is it? You know, you don't want it to be that person in the room where everyone can see you from the other side of the room and walk up and go, oh, my God, look like at those blinding. It's, it's like Katie, yeah, I was going to say it's you like Katie Price. to go around. Yeah, exactly, where they're just huge. You want, you know, someone that doesn't know you to just say, hey, like beautiful teeth. Very natural. That's the goal, natural. It makes sense when you say the shaving because like when I go get my nails done, they shave it down a little bit because you couldn't just plop it on top because it would be so bulky. So I guess the people exactly. that look like that, they haven't done it correctly. <laughs> exactly. And often when people ask, like I get, you know, 30, 40 DMs a day on Instagram at least asking all Vinny and Invisalign questions. And I just send them photos that, you know, patients have consented to of what it looks like when they've had veneers prepared like the teeth prepared because i think it's important that people know what's going to happen you should be like fully informed and fully consented before you've any procedures done it's like if you go into a cosmetic doctor they go through everything in so much detail so you know because it's your body it, you know it's pretty important and the people that you've done that like your patients with veneers would you even be able to tell that they've had veneers or are they like look so natural that some people don't even know they've had veneers for me that's the goal oh, i always okay. want yeah, but there's like a variety of patients I've got. I'd say most patients come in and they say, hey, I want white, but I don't want too white. Or, hey, I want white, but I want natural. So I automatically know exactly what type of porcelain I'm picking, exactly like there's so many different types of porcelain, but I know the color. I know what that will be. I know the shape, the, the style. And then I've got other patients who say, hey, I want this to look. You know, I want everyone to know I've had my teeth done. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone come in saying, give me the whitest? Hey, I've, <laughs> there's like 
a challenge amongst some of the patients to see who can get the whitest oh my teeth. Gosh. Some of them are super white, but that's the look that they love. Yeah. Like they wanted that look. They've wanted that look, you know, really white teeth since they were little and, you know, they've never had nice teeth, so they want super white, but that's not a lot of my patients. That would be maybe one in ten. Well, I think a lot of the um, reality stars opt for that look, so <laughs> – Oh, they do. That's why I think everyone thinks veneers and they think, you know. You'd be surprised. A lot of the, like, the ladies that come in from, like, from Instagram that are really big influencers and things like that, they actually don't want that look at all. And you'd think they would, but they actually don't. They say, hey, then can I just have my teeth? Like, they'll say, I want nice teeth, like, nicer shaped teeth. And I want it to look like I've just had my teeth whitened. Nothing more than that. So, yeah, it's like and, – and then you'd never know they've had veneers. you think, oh, they've just got, you know, really nice teeth. That's good to know that you don't because I think people get put off because they just think veneers, that big, cheesy, tacky, fake kind of look, you know. Mm-hmm. Will, will I need veneers or caps or bonding or anything after my Invisalign or you don't, you can't tell yet? So just looking at your teeth and, and knowing your teeth – you have nice teeth, so you don't need that. You just needed them straightened up a bit and you could even just do a little bit of whitening and there, you know, that's the goal. Okay, you know, good. if you've got patients chin, you don't need any of that. But, hey, there's patients who come in and they've got really small teeth and we straighten them up and, hey, they've got straight teeth but they're still really small or they're really dark or they're broken edges and those sorts of patients will need another step. They need another option because they're still not going to be confident smiling with with those teeth. Yeah, I had a friend that had like really small baby teeth and yeah, mm. she got the caps and it's made such a difference to her like to her smile and confidence. So Yeah, definitely. So there's there's a treatment for everyone. So lucky there's so many options, you know? Definitely, definitely. What a time to be alive for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, thank you for like clearing all of those myths up been wanting to ask them for a long time so I'm glad we got to the bottom of that and for anyone looking to do Invisalign like where can they find you? My pleasure by the way thanks for having me. You can find me at About Smiles Dental Cosmetics and I'm in Circular Key at Sydney or you can find me on Instagram that's where most people will, will find me and go through to book appointments and stuff like that and my Instagram is doctor so dr dot aiden a-o-d-h-a-n put a link in the bio as well for everyone link in the show notes what's that name aod yeah aodhan well thank you so much it was so good having you on and thank you for giving me this amazing smile and confidence absolute pleasure it's it's been a pleasure treating you and uh yeah i'm glad like i've noticed through all of your like your social media and things like that that the difference from the start till now where you look so much more confident and I can see you smiling in your photos. For me, that's a, that's so nice to see. Like patients don't realize, but we like as dentists and, and, you know, cosmetic dentists, we love seeing that. It just like makes everything kind of worth it. And people don't notice, like I didn't notice that I was self-conscious about it, but I was like hiding my mouth with my hand and stuff like that. And I didn't even like subconsciously know that I was doing that, like when I was laughing and things. So yeah, it's definitely like a confidence booster for sure. Definitely, definitely. Warning. Oh, my God. Okay, let, let's focus. That's all the dental tea I've got for you, Drama Queens, today. For more from Dr. Aiden, you can follow him on Instagram at dr.aiden, A-O-D-H-A-N. 
and his clinic, which is at About Smiles Dental. I will also leave his details in the show notes if you'd like to take a look. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick rating and a review, five stars only, of course. And let me know what you think about the bonus episodes. Let me know if you want more, if you have any special requests on guests to get on. I will be back in your ears on Tuesday with our juicy, so scandalous Tea Tuesday. I look forward to seeing you all then. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. Oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.